Hey, this is Nick Gelso, co-owner and founder of CLNS Radio. Today's podcast is brought to you by lynda.com. lynda.com is the home of expert video tutorials. Because you're such a loyal listener of CLNS Radio, and it's 2015, you want to kick the new year off in style, claim your free trial today from CLNS by going to lynda.com slash CLNS. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash CLNS. Now on to your regularly scheduled program. Of all the dramatic things I've ever seen... Whoops, that's the wrong button. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is Tuesday night. It is CLNS Radio, and this is Careless Whispers. My name is Matt Rory. Hello, Calvin. Hello, Rory. How are you, buddy? I'm fantastic, man. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Not very often that we hear that you're... I don't think I've ever heard you say that word before. I like things, you know, I'm allowed. I'm allowed to like some things. Sure. Fair enough. All right. Well, maybe we'll find out why you're so fantastic over the course of the show, which is brought to you by lynda.com. L-Y-N-D-A.com slash CLNS. Head over there, get your free 10-day trial. And uh, if you're lucky, maybe you can feel fantastic as well. Peak Brewing. They'll make you feel fantastic. They make an excellent organic beer. So if you like beer and you like good ingredients, head on over to peakbrewing.com or follow them on Twitter at Peak Brewing. Those are our two partners. You'll hear about them again later. But for now, Calvin, uh, we are going to lead off as we usually do with a Celtics topic. What do you think about that? Uh, I think, yeah, it's, it's so something comforting about, you know, waking up on a Tuesday morning and, you know, if you have a midnight shift job, it's, it must be Tuesday morning right now, uh, and, you know, realizing that you, you have the warm blanket of another Celtics topic. That's right. No, another Celtics topic. Let's see if I can. Oh, yeah. Uh, nope. That's not long enough. I was going to try or not short enough. I was going to. I thought that Delonte West bumper was. Uh, a little better than that. A little shorter. It's not. It's 19 seconds. Let's do this instead. Yep. All right. Just do it. Just gonna do it. Old Celtic. Still warm. This is Delonte West, and you're Old listening to CLNS Radio. Moment. Right there. There you have it. Former Celtic Delonte West, everybody. Hey. Uh, I, I, not they having that one time? That one-time redo of the Celtics Late Night Show. What happened with that? Yeah, that's going to get pushed back sometime in April. Uh, that that is postponed, but it will happen. It certainly will. So I'm sure we'll be uh, in touch about that as well, because we do want to get that out there and have people call in and say, "Hey, 
CLNS Radio. You guys, we've been hanging out with you since you've been playing this. Bring it. Yeah. That was one of their old bumpers. Also this one. This is Chris Wright of the Main Red Claws, and you're listening to CLNS yeah. Radio, the home of online sports talk radio. Mm-hmm. That's right. There's plenty of these on here. Holy crap. How many of these do they have on here? History special. New intro. This is You're listening to the Celtics yeah. Midnight Show. Live at www. Alright, that's enough. Uh, our, our Celtics, that's enough of us dicking around here in the first five minutes of the show. I guess I, w- I was hoping to not do that tonight, but as I told you before the show, I'm having a hard time focusing right now. So, uh... Maybe this is going to be one of those uh, ADD type shows where it's just a whole bunch of randomness. We start discussing Marcus Smart, and this feels like deja vu to me, Calvin. I feel like we've discussed all this stuff already, but you and I have not discussed it on this show. It's impossible to uh, for that to have happened. I was just on post game with Munger on Sunday, so we talked about it a lot. Then I've talked about it with a lot of different people, so I'm just feeling I'm feeling like I've discussed this. Over and over again. Um, so, what's your take on it? A little burnt, little burnt out. A little burnt out on Marcus Smart. Well, uh, I'm, I'm curious to know if Munger defended him. Let me know in a moment. But, um, I mean, here, here's the thing. So, obviously, I'm sure most Celtics fans saw the play. But just, just to to reiterate it briefly. He was caught up on a screen. Do you remember the player who who who, who caught him up? I don't remember who caught him up. No. Okay. Do yeah, you? It doesn't really. It, it doesn't really matter. But you know, he was caught up, in, and so he sort of, you know, violently threw his arms through through the screen, trying to trying to to break out of that. And in the process of that, uh, then sort of walked into. Uh, Matt Bonner, who was standing at the three-point line, and he swung his arm up through Matt Bonner's genitalia and was then suspended right. the game for it. That's right. An now, uppercut. Yeah. Uppercut down low. Now, here's the thing. The thing, the thing that Marcus Smart is selling, that he was caught up on the screen and he was just trying to break his arms free, and then his arm accidentally swung up through Matt Bonner's genitalia. I don't know. I don't know how much you're buying that story, Rory. But I buy it. Well, I, I think it's buyable. I think I no. I'm not buying it completely. I shouldn't say that, but it's. I think it's it's uh, it's feasible that that could have happened. I'm just not sure that that's what happened in this very instance. Yeah, here, here's the problem. Like, I can see that happening if he then collides with Marcus Smart, and his arm hits Marcus Smart's genitalia. The problem, there's two more problems with it. One, there's too much space between the other player and, and uh, Matt Bonner for Marcus Smart to plausibly pull his arm out and then swing his arm all the way up through Matt Bonner's genitalia. Right, it's just a right. The way that, the way that yeah. I was describing it, it was that if he could have kept his arm at, the, at his side. He didn't have to bring his arm up uh, to, to get it out of... Uh, out of where it was hung up, you know, he could have just brought it and stopped it. He followed through it with the full motion, uh, like and in, in the the blink of an eye, I didn't see it at first. I know a lot of other people didn't see it at first. Uh, and the replays t- took care of that. Yeah. I, I think that if he, if he, 
if he, you know, breaks through the original screen and then and then bumps into Matt Bonner, and even if he, you know, he bumps into his genitals, you say, okay, well, it was an accident. But yeah, his arm is basically he swings his arm basically all the way up into his crotch, you know, pretty pretty traumatically in in, in a way that yeah, you can say it was an accident, but it, I I kind of find it implausible to the degree that like. It makes me, because I, I, I sort of gave him the benefit of the doubt uh, the other time he was suspended in that other game where he was going up for that shot and he sort of elbowed the guy in the head. It makes me wonder if he, if, if it makes me question that and whether or not he did that intentionally. You ever been in the ball fight? Maybe that's, maybe he was looking in KG's old locker or something and he got a whiff of something over there and started going crazy. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Are you... What do you know about this guy's demeanor? Are you concerned at all about his temper, or do you do you see this as becoming a thing now? Well, I'm, I think you want to look at it as an isolated incident if you're the coach and the organization, but he had that rep coming out of college that he would just go fly off the handle. And, I mean, we discussed his his entering the stands to go after a fan at Oklahoma State on this show years ago, a couple of last year or two years ago. I don't know exactly what show it was, but you should download the CLNS Radio mobile app and you can go and dig through all our shows yourself and find it. It's free. It's on iOS and it's on uh, Android device. So go download the mobile app and you can find the show that I'm talking about. But the point is, he had that rep. They thought he cleared it up. He's, he seems to be an all-around good guy for the most part. And that uh, his his story is that he's really turned things around and and uh, he's done all these wonderful things for his family, and uh, he, he's set himself on the right path. But we see that aggressive nature coming out in his play, which is probably the best place for it to be. But at the same time, you don't want it to, to hurt his career or his ability to, to help the team down the stretch. And he needs to figure out how to harness that aggression and use it in the right ways. Uh, and he he could have gone hard into Bonner with a shoulder. He could have he could have brought his arm forward with with great force and kept his hand and his wrist down below at his at his hip and just shouldered Matt Bonner. And Marcus Smart's big enough that it probably would not have felt too good if you if that was Matt Bonner. But he also probably wouldn't have even gotten a, a flagrant two for it. And maybe it would have been a flagrant one if he hit him hard enough. But that would have been a better way to get his point across about being frustrated or, or whatever the reasoning was that went through his head in that split second. Yeah, I, I, I just think you combine these two incidents that have happened recently with the with the Oklahoma City incident. And granted, it's in college; it's not totally fair because we don't know what you know what that guy said to him. But I, I'm a little concerned about Marcus Smart and his temper because, yeah, I don't I don't feel like there's any way that was an accident. I feel like. If you're if you're frustrated enough to hit a guy in the genitals, like that's that's not you know I'm getting mad. Typical NBA like I'm mad. I'm I'm gonna push you, or you know I'm gonna throw you to the ground. Even it's like when you hit when you when you want to hit a guy in the groin, you know that's that, it's pretty angry. And I don't know if you you I'm assuming you did watch that game, right? Did you notice any sort of trends that were building to that, or what do you think that came from? Um, you know, I, I don't know where it came from. Matt Bonner had been in the game for less than a minute. He had literally just come into the game. I think 
I think 27 seconds is exactly what, what Cedric Maxwell said on the radio or Sean Grant's guys. Um, there was, so there was nothing that Bonner had done to, to warrant anything. It was just seeming with the fact that the Celtics were down big. Uh, he was somewhat struggling against Tony Parker, even though Parker had six or seven turnovers in his own right and had a, a difficult time out there. Uh, but I, I don't know if it just boiled over with Marcus Smart and he, he took a shot when he saw that he could or it was legitimately on the side of an accident and he just pulled his arm up a little too high when he was trying to go fight through that, that card as he does go hard through just about every pick that he that he has to fight through. Yeah, I. I mean, you know, there's, there's no, there's, there's nothing really more we can add, other than that. I, I would be keeping an eye on him, or, or, hopefully, Brad Stevens sat him down and had a talk with him. I do think it's, you know, it's behavioral issue beyond, just, getting frustrated in the moment. I, I think that he, and you know, to his credit, obviously, that's probably part of what fuels his fire is having being such a tenacious defender. But, yeah, I think he's got to learn to control it a little bit better. All right. Let's – speaking of controlling things a little bit better, let's let's do Jared Sullinger first, and then we'll move on to the next topic here. Um, Quickly, because there's not a whole – I don't think there's a whole lot to say about about Jared right now. Just the fact that he's – is overweight at times, and I think Danny Ainge has acknowledged that as well. Now they didn't say those words exactly. I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, they have oh, acknowledged no, they the weight. The, oh, did they say? Well, you know, Ainge said that he hadn't, he didn't meet his weight criteria, basically. Yeah, and uh, they were they were trying to beat around the bush, but uh, yeah. So okay, he he's clearly overweight. That's part of the reason he's been having having all these feet problems, back problems. Supposedly he's lost 15 pounds and he's dedicated to coming back strong and healthy. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it at this point. And I wanted to buy into this kid. I thought he was going to be a, a good young player for this team. And it just, he can't stay healthy. And if it's because that he's not taking care of himself then that's on him, that's not, that, that's, if it's something you can hold against him, then we're going to hold it against him. He does need to get in shape. So we'll see what he comes back with. Uh, next season, that's basically all, all I, I have on Solinger, though. And it's it, we, oh. I, I, his attitude is what I've questioned in the past, and I've criticized him for seeming seemingly being like out of touch with the team and not th- and in in game situations. So we'll see what his attitude's like as well. Well, apparently uh, he didn't think that his weight had anything to do with the stress fracture. And then the Celtics sat him down and showed him a bunch of video of him lumbering up the floor and taking plays <laughs> off because he was overweight. Uh, apparently at one point during the season he was up to 300 pounds. And so the Celtics asked him to show up in camp at, at 260, and he showed up at 280, and somehow he gained weight during the season. Um, yeah, he said... So he, I guess there's this this piece by Jackie McMullen that I haven't had a chance yeah. to read yet, but I, uh, he Jared Sollinger apparently said that it was because of eating late at night. But after games, he gets home, he stays awake for a little while, and he's hungry, he has to eat, and it's difficult to burn off those calories. But t- to that, I say, 
isn't isn't that what your job is to burn off those calories and and keep yourself in shape so you can make millions of dollars to Jared's yeah ah! I'm sure Avery Bradley eats late at night as well right I mean seriously not, don't they know, all are they all in the same situation yeah yeah I, yeah, the idea, like, I'm sure Tony is probably just eating more than other guys. And, the, and you know what? Like, they're talking about putting a weight clause if they if they offer him an, another contract and comparing him to Oliver Miller. Like, I feel like it's, a, I don't know, it, it just seems a little a little premature for that. But maybe, maybe you disagree. We're I, talking I about practice, on... man. That's all he needs. Yeah. He needs more practice. That's all. That's all he needs. Allen Iverson knows. He didn't. He didn't have to even practice. He just played games because he kept himself in shape. You so know why Allen Iverson never ate after six? That's why. He never ate after what? Not six. Not seven. Did he eat, did he eat after seven? Do you think? No, not seven. Not seven. When do you? Yeah. Not six. Not seven. Oh, that's not yeah. gonna ever die. That will never die for me. Um, okay, Calvin. Now let's let's move on to this this next little thing here, and this is how we're gonna do it. You are going to, uh, I guess, pose a little bit of a question here and discuss a prominent college player, and then I'm going to tell you nothing, and uh, Mad Dog in Maine is gonna respond to you. Even though I wasn't going to tell him, and now I did. So go ahead. All right. Well, so here's the thing. I don't watch a lot of college basketball. I'm sure we, this guy on the line does watch a lot of college basketball. So I'm sure he knows more about this guy than me. Um, and, and that's fine. That's great. But I, I, I'm watching a couple of, you know, watching March Madness, watching a couple of this guy's games. In one of these games, the. Uh, this guy went off, and I'm, the guy I'm talking about is consensus number one draft pick, Jaheel Okafor. He went off against San Diego State, um, looked dominant against that team. But what strikes me as curious, what I'm not sure that I buy this guy as a number one level talent, Rory. He's he's not great defensively. He seems here's the thing: he's tremendous, tremendously polished and strong. But he doesn't seem that athletic to me. He's, you know, his face-up game is like it's okay. I guess he's not, you know, he's not a great shooter. He was getting shots off against San Diego State. Where I have a hard time believing he'll get those off in the NBA. Like he wasn't, you know, he didn't have some crazy hop or some crazy first step that got past guys. He sort of seemed a, a little bit grounded. He had a bunch of, you know, turnaround jump shots and hook shots in the lane. I, I don't know. I find it hard to believe he's going to consistently get those off in the NBA. And more importantly, like because he's a big man who doesn't play defense, I don't I don't know where that leaves you. I'm not saying that he's going to be a bust or that I don't like him at all. I just I don't understand why he's considered the number one pick. Are we just, are we having a down year? Maybe this guy right. can help me well. out. That, that, that's what we're gonna about to find out because I have no clue. I unfortunately have not. Uh, been able to see Okafor enough this season, and as usual, 
I've, I just miss more college basketball than I would like to miss. So Mad Dog up in Maine, it's been a long time. We've been waiting for your call to talk about some college basketball, some March Madness. Do you have an answer for Calvin? What's the big deal about Okafor? And people, just so you know, this guy is a huge Duke homer. What's up, Mad Dog? Hey, 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 hey! What's going on? Um, of course, um, I've been following um Gio Okafor back to his um uh, to his um Whitney Young days, um in Um, is this the first time, Calvin, that you've seen him play? Uh, I saw him just. I saw him once during the regular season. I can't remember who they were playing. I just was watching a Duke game randomly, and then I I watched that San Diego State game in its entirety. And again, he looks good in that game. But as an NBA prospect, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what I was supposed to be seeing. I guess I didn't. I, again, I don't think he's going to be a bust because he's certainly polished. He's certainly like a guy who has skills, but he doesn't seem to have either like overwhelming athleticism or, or you know, defensively he was a sieve. Uh, well, um, as far as as far as defensively. Um, yeah, yeah, many other Duke fans would would, would agree with you. Um, that's often the that's often the um, um, knock on him. And and he's six eleven with, with a a seven six wingspan. He, he has he has tremendous footwork. Um, it, and and he he just doesn't seem to get it defensively yet. And um, that's been a common theme theme with these one and done play, players at Duke lately. That they haven't got it. Um, Jabari Parker last year was another one, but um, as far as G- as Gialoka for um, you, you you look at him and um, he he did win the ACC Player of the Year this year. Um, he's up for the National Player of the Year. He 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 has he has played against guys like Frank Kaminsky, who is who is the um, who who is right with him for the National Play Player of the Year. And, and and did extremely well that's, against him. Uh, that's um, a guy that I'm interested to see if he ends up making it in the NBA. Uh, I I want to see how much he can grow as a player because Kaminsky has the has the post moves I think to to have a career. Uh, it's just a matter of whether he he can stand up physically. I think. But just to interject on that one, Magdog, please continue. Well, yes, and and um, basically every single. Coach in America um, has had to has had to double team him this year. There has not been a a center that has been able to handle him him one on one in the post at all. Uh, and uh, I I saw him live um, a couple weeks ago. I was I was in the um, Dean Smith Center um, for the Duke in North Carolina game. Best sporting event that you can go to, by the way. And um, you could just see see his tremendous tre- tremendous offensive skills. Now the other Gio for that that he, that he has a big knock on is that he was the second worst foul shooter um, in Division One this year at fifty one percent, and that's going to to um to be a problem as far as but as far as everything else offensively he he has. Been shown to to have um, he, he he has hit some elbow jumpers um, 
really, offensively, he, he is the entire package, and he does have the tools to be, the to be very good. The entire package. The entire yes. package, Calvin. Yes. You know what? And I was listening to, um, to um, Roy Williams um, talk about him, and, and, and that's what he said, too. So, so I'm not the only guy saying it. But, um, Hang on, Calvin. What's up? Go ahead. Oh, I know. No, I know, I, I know I'm in the minority here, and you're right. I haven't seen him as much as a lot of people. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, man. I came away way more impressed in terms of, of NBA prospects with Justice Winslow than I did with Okafor. That guy could be the next Kawhi Leonard. Like the way the way he looked in that game, and just like I think the other game, he impressed me too. Like he, he seems like a, a better fit for the NBA game, especially with the direction it's going, than a guy like Jahil Okafor. Well, the, the, the thing is, is, is that you're not going to find too, too many seven footers that that that, that offensively um, polished. And, and and again, I've watched every game game he's played he he's played this year, and and his skills and and, and we're going to start see, seeing it now against against um, much better competition in the NCAA tournament. Starting on Friday, but but um, really, right now it's between him and between Carl Anthony Towns of um, Kentucky for the um, number one overall uh, pick. But there, but there is nothing that I see in watching this this kid since back in high school play against some of the top prospects in the nation and he and he and he's done extraordinarily well well in just about everything that he but um the, the comparisons the comparison to him is 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 everybody everybody has seemed to compare him to Tim Duncan I have been on the record in saying that I think that that comparison is is just Oh. It's it, it, way just it, it, you're putting too much expectations on this kid. Yeah, there you go. That's what I like to hear. All right, let's have a little. Let's brain it in a little bit. Come on now, like Tim Duncan yeah. is a is an all time Hall of Fame. Still gets it done. He might play in the league thirty years by the time he's he's all said and done. That's an extreme on the other side. That's not going to happen. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Uh, you got anything else for us here? Perhaps on the state of the Celtics or anything else you want to get out there? It's been a while since we've heard from you. Well, yeah. Well, it's it just it's it just and uh, obviously the Sweet Sixteens coming up and um and um good for the good for the um triangle area. Um, I I don't know if there's ever been. Time in the in the um, research triangle, which I know that you're familiar with, um, that um, three schools within a 30 mile radius are within the Sweet 16. So um, that's certainly good for that area, area, area Mad down dog. there. Mad dog, I'm secretly rooting for the Wolfpack, man. I wouldn't I wouldn't be too uh, upset if they went on a little run here. Yeah, well, it, 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 anybody but Kentucky in this, and I, I, I'm on record that I, I do not think. Any, anybody but Kentucky, and of course, um, you UNC, of course. Uh, the, I would root for Kentucky uh-huh. over there. But, um, but um, just uh, I, I just want to say that the that the um, that the Triangle area is doing very well. And by the way, before I get to my Celtics topic, though, those girls in in Chapel Hill, I can't I can't hate on that, Rory. I cannot hate on that. But anyway. Um, <laughs> um, about the Celtics, and um, I'll, I'll leave you guys with this, is that um, 
I look at the Celtics' future here, and they are currently in the in the AC. And quickly on that, I think if they want to, and I'm not saying that they will beat Atlanta. I'm not coming out, and I'm not saying that. But I think that they can at least make it a little bit interesting against Atlanta. Now, if they get the seventh seed and they get Cleveland, I think that they would be fortunate to win a game in that series. I think that that we've gone through through through, through this before with LeBron James but, in the playoffs. But would Love think about coming to Boston if he saw a playoff game in Boston as as the Cavs as a Cavs player? What do you think about that? I, I would still take Kevin Love on this team uh, for the right price because I think that he would fit the system better than, than people would give him credit for. But that's a that's a future pipe dream type of thing. We can talk about that later. Uh, but that, but that, that would be an, uh, a, a, a one of those side stories that people would talk about. Well, yeah. So, Calvin, go ahead. What's the right price? Yeah, well, what's, the, right, what's price? the right price? You're not getting him for less than the max. So do you want him for the max or not? I mean – no, I wouldn't want. Him. I don't. I don't think I would want him for the max. And after this season, I think he'll probably get less max offers than than he would have uh, if he had stayed in Minnesota. To be honest with you, he's getting the max regardless. I'm telling you, the Lakers. Will of give course, him the max he is. somebody will give it to him. But I feel yeah. like there are more teams that will that would have done it last year than they will now. Uh, but that's neat. that's not for the uh, discussion for tonight. Continue, Mad Dog. Sorry to cut you well, off. Yeah. And uh, just just so just looking at that, I think just. Just, I think that Atlanta is their best shot to to advance. Maybe, maybe do a, something re, reverse of what the Hawks did to the Celtics. Um, it, it, it's already been um, six years. I cannot believe it, but 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 six years ago um, when they took the Celtics to seven games during Flies during by. their during their championship year. But just a little bit on the future, and I discussed this on the um, Celtics post game show last night. The Celtics are in a very nice. Um, the, a very nice spot here in that they can go for the play, playoffs every year, but still, but still be in a great position to get a high lottery pick. Because I look at this Brooklyn Nets team, and for for all those out there that aren't that aren't familiar with with the Paul Pierce trade, they in the Kevin Garnett trade, they get three unprotected first rounders. And that and that looks like a mess down there. So starting next year through 2018, the Celtics have their have their first round pick unprotected, and so that could be a good thing that they could pick up some elite talent that way and still be able to go through through free um, free agency. Obviously, you you look at some guys. Um, Marcus All's out there. Lamarcus Eldridge, my guy. I don't know too much about. His status with the Trail Blazers, if he's likely going to be back there, but I would love for him to be on this team. Just I'd push hard for guys. Marcus Hall. Oh man, that's that would be another look, dream. Look, look at I, guys uh, like jump in, Calvin. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering what what you guys think of this, and, and it's something I was going to bring up later. But what would you think about taking a risk on Wesley Matthews and offering him a huge contract? Because he had that Achilles injury. He's young, but he's a really good player who's going to be a free agent. And I'm not saying give him a max deal, but I think that if you, if, if you outbid other teams, you could pry him away from Portland. And you know, if he becomes if he comes back with anything near what he was, he, he's definitely worth uh, 
you know, a max deal under the under the pre under the pre cap increase max deal. We Is he restricted? Not him that, but no, he's unrestricted. Yeah, oh, it's, it's unfortunate that he had that injury because he was going to get a max offer for sure, and now right. he'll probably get less than that. But he's a guy who I'm hoping the Lakers make an offer to, towards him. But it, it's like it's so tough to know what to do with him because you know he has that Achilles injury. He's going to be out. Wow, I feel like he would be a good fit for Los Angeles. I'm not, uh, I'm not sure if the Ainge would really go after a guy like that. He has put trust in. It. Uh, previously injured players before, but um, Jared Sullinger is one of them. Uh, but uh, I mean, Delonte West is another. Like we played that bumper earlier as a joke, but he's a player that has been injured, and Danny Ainge is still signed for contracts and extensions, etc. Uh, Leon Poe is a good example of a guy that had injury risk in the past, but Ainge has put trust in him. Uh, so just a, a few of those smaller types of guys. Wesley Matthews is on a bigger scale than that. But I wouldn't be surprised if Ainge went after him. I just am not sure that's the splash they're looking to make. I would love it, though. I think he's a great player. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting. And he's definitely a guy that that, that they'll look at, that type of free agent. But I'm looking for something. I I would like to see see a four or a, a a four or a five here. There's no small forwards in this market that are going to make a major, yeah. a major difference. So, so go after that guy. But, but, um, but I'm um, guys. Give, um, give Gasol a max guaranteed contract with an under the table, uh, double guaranteed contract. Give him another ten years or some shit, something under the table. Up oh, there he goes. He just dropped off. Right, I, didn't, well. I didn't kill it. I didn't kill him. He just dropped off. That's a promise. So I will play this instead. I was going to play this this old clip. There goes Mad Dog. Song. What are you singing? Yeah, what are you singing? I am singing. Um, I'm the, 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 the we do a double shot. So 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 I'm singing. My first two is going to be Tricky by Run DMC. Nice. And and I'm going to do um. You 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 gotta fight Let's for the right. Here we go. Let's do this. Have to know your song. What are you singing? Yeah, what are you singing? I'm singing. Um, I'm the, 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 the We do a double shot. Do so so, so I'm singing my first two. It's gonna be it's gonna be tricky by Run DMC. Nice. And and I'm gonna do um. You you, you gotta fight for the right to party by by the best fans of all time. The Oh, uh, there we go. Old times. You just reminded Mad me that Mad Dog owes me a song. That's right, he does owe you a song. This is years in the making. Also, I want to play this clip because I don't know what it is. That is absolute dog shit. Oh, I, I didn't know we could say that on this on this uh, network, but I guess we just did. All right. Thank you. What's next? Oh, what is next? That's a great question. I mean, that threw us off entirely. Oh, it's the state of the Celtics. I don't know if you want to discuss that a little bit. He got into it. Yeah. Um, Making the playoffs? I, I'm, still not ready to, I'm still not ready to commit to the playoffs. Still not ready. But I am ready to commit to lynda.com. So head on over to lynda.com slash clns and get your free offer. Today it's a free ten day trial. You can learn how to commit to things that are important in your life, like uh, uh, I don't know, 
What's what's something important in your life that you want to commit to that Linda can tell you about, Calvin? Um, spreadsheets, operating spreadsheets. That's great. Yes, yes. Linda can do that and more. Invest in a new hobby, get a raise. Ask your boss for a raise. Linda can tell you how to do that. Your boss may be a jerk and say no, but um, can Linda tell me how to get a ranch? Like if I want to buy a ranch, you may be a lot cooler than your boss too. Uh, if you want to buy a ranch, I mean, you can learn how to how to do some real estate stuff. I'm sure. Yeah, you can set some financial goals for yourself to get that ranch. Definitely right. get some horses and some cows, to... some pigs. Get a sow. Now we're talking. Now you're speaking my language. There you go. Lynda dot com slash clns. That's more exciting than anything I have to say about the state of the Celtics right now, because. I'm still not ready to jump on the playoff bandwagon. And I just, it's because of a little bit of inconsistency. We'll see what happens tomorrow night against the Miami Heat. I will be there with my father. I have to remind him about that, actually. Um, and uh, I will probably hold some reserve judgment until after that game because hopefully Isaiah Thomas will be back. And uh, Celtics will put up a a good fight against Miami. That's a big game for them. And if they lose that, their playoff hopes will be hurt a little bit. I I just don't know what to expect night in, night out from this team, Calvin. So that's what I have on that. No, I I agree that you know obviously uh, there's a reason why they're fighting for the eight seed. They're not exactly a consistent NBA team, but neither is anybody else who's fighting for that playoff spot. So, in that respect, you know, are they more consistent than the Heat? Or, I mean, maybe the Heat are more consistent, but certainly not Charlotte or Indiana or Brooklyn. No, in terms of consistency. That's right. That's right. You're right about that. Yeah. So, so I don't know. It's it, in terms of that. I guess they have an equal shot as everyone else, but that to, to me is not enough to 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 go out all in and say place a bet on. Uh, even though it's a bad reference for me right now. Oh, not not doing so well with your bets lately. Man, did I have a hard time playing some poker the <laughs> other night? Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right? Too bad there's not a sports yeah. book within miles. Many miles. Yeah. Put some money on, Vegas. on those Warriors. I'm going to Vegas in a few months, so maybe we'll uh, we'll figure out a, a nice Careless Whispers bet to go in on and we'll pick something weird. All right, I'm down. Yeah, we'll throw a couple, couple of bets in there. All right, you heard it here first. March 24th, 2015. Boom. Done. Um, this one's moving faster than I expected. Did you know that? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know how how much you expected. So, Should we slow it down a little bit? What do you got? You are my fine. I can't take that. There we go. That's, that's kind of sped up a little bit. Nah. I don't like any of these other ones. 
All right. Um, why do I keep losing myself right now? This is ridiculous. Kevin Durant, right. he's in the NBA. He's in the NBA. He is. He is. He's a big part. He's a big part of the NBA. And actually, I saw this when I was at the casino the other night. Uh, Kevin Durant is out indefinitely, which, I mean, depending on how you look at it, they're either saying he's he's out until we make the playoffs and then we'll reevaluate him and see what's going on, or he's out for the season. That Those are the two options. And uh, I would probably say that he's not going to play even if they do make the playoffs, but they'll reserve the right to reevaluate him at that point, and he'll probably try and give it a go. Um, but this is a big deal, Calvin, because – and my brother said this to me after he found out that this was happening. Uh, he has him on his fantasy team, and so that, that's no good for him. But he's, he's more concerned about his career. And uh, he, he thinks that Kevin Durant is going to turn into – a jump shooter and that this is the, the torch being passed to, to Russell Westbrook and Westbrook is now the guy and Durant is going to turn into this Paul Pierce ish type of player or older Paul Pierce ish type, type of player. I should say that can still knock down jumpers and, and get it done, but he's not going to be that slasher that he used to be. Yeah. Well, Kevin, first of all, uh, Paul Pierce is a weird comparison, uh, just because. Well, Kevin that was Durant my said, comparison. I, he was he was saying more like he's just not going to be the slasher, and I sort of looked at that as Paul Pierce being being the type of player that ended up being a more of a jump shooter towards this point in his career. Well, I was I was just saying weird because Kevin Durant's seven feet tall. You know what I mean? I, I of feel course. like if, if you want, yeah. If if you be, my point is my point is not to insult your comparison, but rather to say that Maybe it's like, more like Dirk now. Right, right. That's my point. Like, if, if Kevin Durant becomes diminished, he can still be Dirk Nowitzki. So I, I wouldn't be incredibly worried about that. But also, I, I do. I feel like that's a little premature. Also, like my thing with Kevin Durant is, is uh, I guess foot problems are a big deal. Like we saw what happened with Grant Hill. Um, but my my thing is more that. Like, what does this mean for the future of Kevin Durant and the Oklahoma City Thunder? But forget, he's going to be a, a free agent after next offseason. Okay, does the Thunder have to they have to consider trading this guy now? Do they have to look into it? Because, you know, do I do you really think that he's going to? It's that label. Do you think that he's going to resign at Oklahoma City? I feel like a lot of people don't. I don't know what that. Do you think? What do you think? Do you think there's a pretty good chance? I, I, I think, think there's a pretty good chance that he that he resigns there, uh, just because I think he likes the situation that he has, and uh, the money would be would be better there. But uh, I think there's all as good of a chance that he goes somewhere else. I think he would be interested in trying a different market and a different, just having a different situation after he's tried so many times to break through the Western Conference. I think that it would be a smart move to him for him if he would go to the East somewhere, Washington, even a team like Charlotte, if he just decided to sign with a team like that, he would instantly improve all of the teams on, on the Eastern Conference to the point where, or in the Eastern Conference to the point where they would be a contender to win the conference. If he if he came back even three quarters of, of, his, of himself or, or that he is right now, you know what I mean? So I, it would be a smart move for him to, to move to the Eastern Conference as well. So... Uh, it's. I wouldn't be surprised either way, but I think there's a good chance that he does either one. It's, it seems to be a coin flip to me at this point. 
So if you are the Oklahoma City Center management, like do you have do you, do you have to take that into consideration at all, or do you just uh, you know try to put as good of a team together as you can and hope he resigns there because he's Kevin Durant? Or for example, well, would I, you have, I think would you have to consider I think you always want to put the the team ahead of of the player and put as good of a team together as as you want as you can. And you're going to try and retain Russell Westbrook over anything at this point. And if, if it comes down to Westbrook or Durant, you're going to try and trade him, sure. But, really? uh, yeah, I think I think you're going to – yeah, huh. I do believe that at this point. I've flipped that much on Russell Westbrook. This kid is he's, – he's looking just more and more ridiculous every day. Uh, and he puts this team on his back. And I just I, – I, I've gained newfound respect – and admiration for Russell Westbrook. How about that, Calvin? Hey, you know nobody loves Russell Westbrook more than me. But to say that to say that I would take him over Durant, I mean, Kevin Durant has been Kevin Durant. You know, I guess I could I can I can see the argument actually. I you know even help aside just because yeah Russell Westbrook is such a killer. So I, I don't know. It's hard for me to like to give up on what Kevin Durant's been. I, it's not. It's not. Give, it's not giving up on it. But I would certainly, if the two of them were standing in a room and they said to they said to you, "You you can't keep both of us because one of us is not going to be getting paid enough, and we're not willing to compromise and both get equal pay." Blah blah blah. If they just were that bullheaded about it, you know what I mean? I don't believe that would happen either. I think if it came down to it and they all wanted to stay there, or they they both wanted to stay there, that they would make it work out they would figure out a way to 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 do that you know uh so it i just i feel like if you were forced to make that decision i would i would go with westbrook at this point ah i love it i love that you're conceding that point but uh yeah i can't i don't know it's because of the health factor i can't completely go that far although it's like Westbrook is more of the direction the NBA is going to, but on the other hand, it's Kevin Durant is just so big. I don't know. I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, but don't I, get me wrong. Um, this is not. This is not a a like a far and away easy answer. I'm just going right. with with my, with my gut on this one, and it, it's the same type of thing as if will Kevin Durant stay or will he go? Westbrook could just as easily hurt himself as Durant has. He's been injured before and he's, he's had all these little minor injuries that he's missed six weeks here or he's missed three weeks there. And so he's not immune to that stuff either. But I just think that the right. way that he's taken over in the past month and a half or so uh, is, has been amazing. And if I just, I feel like his, his potential is still extremely high. And Durant is, is he still has some potential to grow, but I, I feel like he's closer to his ceiling than than Westbrook is, just by the way he's been playing lately. Right. Uh, yeah, Westbrook is doing things that pretty much nobody does. Nobody does this, do these things in the NBA. So yeah, I, I hear what you're saying there. I just I wonder for that team, like even picking between them, I don't know if I, – I question whether or not they're, they're going to have either one of them at this point. I mean, Westbrook's going to be a free agent the year after. Like who's? I mean, if Kevin Durant leaves, Westbrook probably leaves too, right? Like, do you do you start if you're Oklahoma City? Do you start looking at at you know considering actually trading this guy in the offseason? And if so, like, well, I'll give you a hypothetical. Yeah. Like, sure, you have to look here. at it. You have to think about it. Would I think. You, 
you can get something. You're you not going to just give them away. If you have KC, no, no, not give them away, but, you know, not fair, obviously fair value is difficult, but if you're OKC, would you trade Kevin Durant for Blake Griffin? That's t- that's a tough one. Um, I, I guess I would have to see exactly what Griffin's contract status and is and all that stuff. Like, how much are we going to have to re- would I, I have to renegotiate with him in a year, or is he locked up for a few years? If if I didn't have to, if it was just a one year type of thing, I don't I don't know if I would. I think I'd take my chances with Durant sticking around. But if it was three or four years and he had a contract already in place, then uh, that seems like a, a nice little combo to throw in there with Ibaka and Westbrook. If I'm assuming both of them are going to stay. Yeah, I think that both of them. Well, I mean Westbrook. Well, you know, that's 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 sort of my concern is uh, Oklahoma City ultimately is a small market, and like who knows, you know, who knows with either one of these dudes. I started looking at, you know, does Kevin Durant want to go to DC or does he want to go somewhere else? It seems like they've had a lot of fights with the media. Um, I don't know. It just seems like a dangerous thing. But- Man, he could he could go to Orlando and it would be a big market again. Like he could go anywhere in the Eastern Conference. I'm telling you. It doesn't matter. That team, that team would explode. It would, it would be very smart for him to to walk away. So if, if Oklahoma City even feels like he is thinking about doing that, then they should definitely explore trading him. That's that's all there is to it. Well, if, if, as a Celtics fan, would you offer some crazy, you know, offer for Kevin Durant? Not absolutely. Not like- yes, one hundred percent. Absolutely. Yes. Give him whatever he wants. Yeah, so it, it it wouldn't matter how many of those draft picks you had to give up, you you do it for Durant. I, give him what, give him whatever, give him whatever he wants. Take the farm, take whoever you want on the team. Yeah, don't I mean, take Brad Stevens for that matter. I don't, I don't, I don't care. We'll find another great coach. Take them, take them all. I don't care. Yeah. No, I, I agree yes, with that that's, notion. That's the answer. There's a, there's a, at a certain point, you hit a level of player that's good enough that it really doesn't matter what you have to give up to get him because it, because there's so few of those commodities that even if you end up stripping your team to get them, you can still then rebuild like around that guy. You, you know, even if it takes a year, you're you're still better off having that guy than not having that guy. Right. So let's let's just get this straight. I'm not speculating or saying that Oklahoma City should trade him for Blake Griffin. I'm not saying anything like that. So don't bombard me on Twitter at Team Green Truth. Uh, you should hit CLNS Radio up on Twitter at CLNS Radio and bombard them. Uh, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if they feel like he's going to walk away, which is a smart move for him to do, in my opinion especially if he goes to an Eastern Conference team that will immediately get a jolt from him being on the, on the roster and just in the city, then they should explore trading him. And I, in that, if that were a case and the Clippers would do it, then and the contract was a few years, then that would be a good deal for Oklahoma City and they should consider doing it. Otherwise, if Durant walks away and I'm anybody in the, in the league, yes, I'm throwing the kitchen sink at this guy. Just right, the kitchen sink. Just the sink? What if he wants the fridge as well? No, he can only have the kitchen sink. He's going to have to be patient with that one. 
Because uh, you know what's in the fridge. That's right, Rex. There's a, there's snacks in the fridge. That's right. Okay. How many more drops can I play tonight? What else do we have here? You want to uh, you want to get into this uh, this next one because uh, it's because I'm pissed off for greatness. Another yeah. angry. Yep. Another angry yeah. football player. Yep. That's yeah. right. Uh, yeah, they are angry. A lot of people are angry about uh, former NFL corner and safety Darren Sharper uh, pleaded guilty today to sexual assault and attempted sexual assault uh, in in several states. So, one, so he he committed these sexual assaults in multiple states, and so he's being tried for uh, each one individually. But somehow it was decided. That he was going, he, that he's going to serve his sentences uh, concurrently, which means all at once. So he's he's yeah. only going to be in federal prison somewhere, and even though he's being convicted for uh, you know a bunch of these things, he's only going to serve time for you know the one that he gets convicted for the longest sentence for, yeah. which right Total now trash. is yeah, which right now is nine years. So it, yeah, a lot of people are mad about that because you know like in in. California, for instance, just the uh, the crimes that he were, was accused of there, he could have been sentenced to 33 years, but instead he's just spending nine years. Now, I don't understand why it's a federal prison, it's because he, he, he raped across the state lines, or I'm really not understanding why that is, but I guess because he really can't serve, you know, six different prisons at, at once, but... Um, yeah, yeah it was it just that there were so many charges that they had to try him federally, and then the, the rules are different, and jurisdiction is different, or something that that seems convoluted, and uh, it seems uh, it seems like there are too many loopholes. Fix the legal system. Yeah, my my thing is like, how did this guy get away with doing this for so long? I guess it's the same thing with Cosby. It's like, how do these guys do it? It's more it's more shocking to me that he's you know you know his house of cards is has crumbled yeah, disgusting. and and he's you know on trial for a crime in in you know six different states that's like it, it, I don't know it's more mind blowing to me than the idea that like OJ killed two people one time you, you know what well, I mean I, I hope I'm not stealing any of Liz's thunder but are you are you watching the the, the jinx at all that's a thing. That's going. It's Robert Durst. That that uh, thing's blowing up. I'm all about the jinx. We we could spend the rest of the night talking jinx if you'd like. No, we don't have to do that. I, I it's possible that Liz is talking about it in her topics coming up here. Uh, so I don't know. I, I'm I'm not doing that. I'm just trying to link the two if that's possible. Uh, so, but I'm just let's continue with Sharper because it's it's kind of a ridiculous and just horrible thing. And another, it's just another instance of the NFL and one of their players. That is just a horrible human being, and I don't know if it's if it's that's how these these kids are getting groomed uh, in colleges coming up, and that's how, or, or if it's just the NFL culture that that this happens, and or if they they're just allowing bad people to be part of their organization because they're good football players. Regardless of that, I just I, I don't think that anything is going to happen as far as NFL uh, policies that is is really going to affect 
larger society or anything like that. So it, I mean, it, it almost it almost seems like a fruitless effort, but the NFL is going to have to react to things like this, right? Even though he's a former player, would you? I, I mean, I would imagine that they're going to have discussions I mean, about I, I, this I, I, and, and investigations and all that. And they're going to put together teams to go and see what what happened when Sharper was in the league. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the uproar is going to be about directed towards the NFL, but I'm sure there's going to be something. I would. This is never the way it works, but I would wait before reacting to one situation because even as horrific a situation as it is, it's. I still find it hard to believe that the NFL is, you know, full of secret, secret uh, serial rapists. You know what I mean? It, it takes a special kind of person to actually, you know, travel sure. across the country, drug, sure. drug women. Well, especially when you're an NFL player who could probably get action pretty but, easily anyway. But, but that's so that's like one of the extremes. But so is Aaron Hernandez. That's an extreme as well. This dude is is on a rampage of shooting people that he's friendly with and murdering other people and or accu- uh, supposedly allegedly murdering people and and, and just right. It's something. But, it's something that that was just sort of. He was he was coddled. He, the, people would turn the other way when he was doing bad things. This is these are just one two instances, but these are the ones we know about. So it just makes me wonder if if this is opening up a can of worms, or we're just going to keep seeing these things pop up over the years, and there's nothing we can do about it. Well, we have we have a legal system to take care of problems like that. Like, mm-hmm. what do you you want the NFL to what in, in you know increase suspensions for murder and rape? I mean. In this time, in this situation specifically, like I don't really want the NFL involved. That's what the police are for. Right, but are they going to allow these guys back into the league if they get convicted of stuff like that? I mean, they have a history of doing that, right? Uh, by that history, are you referring to Michael Vick? I mean, I, I think that I, I guess there have been guys who have been convicted of. Uh, you know, vehicular manslaughter and things where you 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 know somebody died and it was tragic, but the intent of the person was not was not to commit a murder. I don't I don't think we'll ever see the likes of like a Ray Ruth or or you know, granted there's you know there are guys like like Greg Hardy who uh, spouse refused to press charges and now he's back in the NFL. Sure. Yep. But you know, I, I think that we're all entitled to due process in. Yeah, that's true. I, I think, yeah, but even that is like, I, again, I don't, I don't want to defend somebody who gets in a situation where they hit a woman because I, I never uh, support that. But even that, you can, you can say, is a, a different situation morally than somebody who, you know, getting angry and, and hitting a woman as opposed to, you know, drugging and, and having sex with ten women. Yes. Uh, I agree. I don't know, maybe we should bring neither of us are a woman. Maybe we should bring Liz in and, and see what she thinks about this. Neither of us are a woman. That is correct. Maybe we should bring Liz in. But first, I will remind everyone that tomorrow night, for the first time in probably a month or so, the one and only Ty Ray is going to be on the Celtics post game show as the lead host. Can you believe it? 
Who's he with? Uh, that's the problem. Would you like to be his co-host tomorrow night, Calvin? Uh, yeah, I could do that for you. Well, there you have it. Calvin Chamberlain steps up, everybody. He will be the co-host with Cal... I'm um, not Cal. Ty Ray. You, you're Calvin. Ty Ray and tomorrow Calvin. night. So it's going to be Ty Ray and Calvin Chamberlain tomorrow night. You heard it here first. Check out the post-game show. And uh, it is a home game, so Jared Weiss will be reporting from the locker room, so you'll get to talk to him. And uh, he will be doing the Garden Report, which can be found on YouTube.com slash CLNS Radio. So head on over there and check out all the interviews that he's been doing. Uh, I'm sure he's got some good stuff after that horrible Detroit loss on Sunday evening. So up next, it is time. You know the words. Come on, Liz. I know you know the words. Terrible. It never gets old. It it never gets old. You're right. It never gets old. No, it never gets gets better. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. (laughs) How could it possibly? How could it possibly get better? Okay. All right. Okay. So, what do you have for us tonight here? Um, so I don't really have much, but the number one story for me, <laughs> sorry, the number one story for me is that, um, their crowdfunding. Wait, 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 time out, time out, time out. Did you want to comment on the Darren Sharper situation? <laughs> I mean, not, not really. I mean. What what exactly is the question for me? Like, do I think he's a terrible person if he's if he actually did it? But I mean, absolutely. Would you like to see the NFL uh, step up and do something about guys like Darren Sharver? And if so, what? Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like I feel like, and if you work for any type of corporation or company, I feel like they have to, you know, like come up and have some type of action, but. Is he is he a current player or retired? He retired. He retired. Yeah. So like they would have to be proactive for like newer players, right? Or current players. Right. I, just, I don't I mean like I know that they're sort of making a push against domestic violence and that, that whole thing. Um which I think is a, uh, you know Oh yeah, they have, they have no more. I forgot about that. They're doing oh, like good. giving it the old college try. <laughs> they're good. Yeah, yeah right. It, I mean, it's, exactly. It's they're they're giving it the a, old college try. That's yeah, that's like that thing. It's like that thing Oshin was telling us about the other night uh, about Rick Perry. Right, right. You're just like you're putting it out there, like, hey, we're trying to do something. But I feel like it's it's hard because it's such it's I don't know. Like, there's so much money involved. You know, there's an image. It's it's hard, but. I think that it's important to acknowledge that this stuff is happening, for sure. Liz, you know what else is important to acknowledge? Huh? I'm sorry, did you, you finish your thought? I, I was trying to uh, throw something else at you, but you seemed to be interrupted. No, I was just going to say, and I could totally talk about Robert Durst all night, but I'm not going to. I, that's, that's not what, one of my thoughts. That's where I was going. That's where okay. I was going. Put him right up the cheeks. 
<laughs> Give me some jigs time. Yeah. Jigs you guys, you guys want me to just walk away for a few minutes? I don't really care. Uh, you no, guys can thing, go at it and uh, just have it. We can do, no. do a little spoiler alert for the listeners. If you're listening right now, you should mute it for a good, I don't know, two minutes. Yeah. You guys there's, want to do this or no? There's no, the no over already, so there's no spoiling it. Yeah, you can't. Well, it was spoiled right before the end of yeah, the by the, way, by the way, you can't, no, you can't no, call, drop it. No, no. You can't call a spoiler alert for something that actually happened in real life. You know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess not, but there are people that ha- were watching the show religiously and they didn't want to hear about it. I have some friends who uh, have some email th- trains going back and forth and they uh, would ignore the thread if they saw even the word jinx in the in the part of the email they would just ignore it for days at a time before they saw the next episode some of these guys are freaks like that calvin so but i mean those people are out there and i think liz may have been one of them well yeah well i watched it like the night that it was on i i mean it's a good thing they don't have friends that call them up immediately to like spoil huge case breakthroughs (laughs) Like I did, like I did to Calvin when I heard that he was arrested. In oh, <laughs> I like ruined the whole thing. Anyways, I Robert Harris is guilty. That's that's it. That's that's the uh, the Jinx talk that we have. Um, the Jinx is the best. But, Anyone who hasn't watched the Jinx, watch the Jinx. That, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it is really it, well done. Well. It is really well done. It's it's very compelling. It's an interesting. It's fascinating. Um, okay, so going back to my topics. I am really excited because they're crowdfunding Super Troopers 2. Boom! And um, they are trying to raise at least $2 million. And I checked this morning, it was at like 30000 and now it's already up to almost $1.2 million. Oh, boy. So Did you put any money in, Liz? Should I put money in? Should I give them like $30,000? Yeah, I did put in money because um, because I, I want to see this so bad. But also the crowd, you know, like typically when there's crowdfunding, they have like perks that you can get. And some of their perks are like super fun. I mean, even if you if you put in $30, you get a free movie ticket. So you help make the movie and you get to go see it for, it's not free, but like you get something for it. I put in enough for a t-shirt and a mustache. <laughs> But yeah, wow. Well, uh, would you what uh, like what's the t-shirt say? It's it um has not been revealed yet. But some other fun perks that they have. Um some of them are already Hold on, yo. Uh, can... when when are you going to find out find out? <laughs> I'm not sure. So other things are Wait a second, now. Um uh, you're killing me. You're killing me. <laughs> it's like a, a press on mustache. It is exactly a press-on mustache. You Perfect. can also get aviators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds um, wonderful. Okay, okay, ma'am. So you can also pay to be like in the movie, or they'll do a private stand-up show for you, or <laughs> for twenty-five thousand dollars, they'll be your bridal party at your wedding. Oh <laughs> like, boy, that's <laughs> that is awesome. Um, there's some, like, really cool stuff. They'll, like, personalize videos. They have posters. They'll send you the script. If you even just give $10, they'll send you the whole script. So you can, like, see everything, which is pretty cool. Um, so that's, like, my big push. I think it's awesome. And, Rory, did you get a chance to watch the video, the promo video? No, I have not seen it yet. 
It's like four minutes long and it's awesome. You'll love it. Um, so oh, maybe I'll check it out now. That's one thing. The other thing I had sort of a game before, for wait, you guys. Before you go, before you go oh, on to the, on other, the other thing. What? What's that? What did you say? Uh, Go ahead, yeah. yeah. I, what's that? No, it's just Go ahead, yeah. Say what you're gonna say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say. I just, I just wanted to comment that uh, Super Troopers is terrible, and nobody should yeah. watch it. You're the worst. You are the worst. <laughs> oh, the other thing that. Oh that wow, about. that is just so so typical, Calvin. That is so um, awful. Yeah, that was a good use of that, actually. Um, the other thing that I love is that they're throwing their own beer fest, like an actual beer fest in Chicago this year. Um, so you can get I just want to say that beer is terrible and no one should... No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. You were like... Everything All beer is terrible like except for Peak Organic Brewing beer. They are awesome. Go say, Preak Brewing. Peak Preak? Peak Brewing. <laughs> Peak, this, why is this one so difficult for me? I always get this wrong. I got the website wrong in the post-game show the other night. I always get this wrong. It's Peak Brewing. It's just so delicious. My tongue is tied. How did you get, how did you get the website wrong? Were you like, go to beer.com? <laughs> no, I said go to Peak Organic Brewing, and I went there, and it's like not even a real domain. It's nothing. It's just nothing. Maybe ah! You should buy that domain. You should buy it. Well, yeah, maybe I should. Maybe you should. Um, so that's one thing. Calvin, you're wrong. Super Troopers is the best. I think I've, I would estimate that I've seen that movie between 100 and 150 times. Liz, I'm having <laughs> a hard time estimate. finding my copy of the movie. I don't know where it is. I got, I'm going to scout I, my... I actually can't find mine. We had a conversation about this the other day, and I can't I find mine. I'll have to look. But, but you know what? One of the packages, hold on, let me find it for you. $150, you get all the previous, like, each step, you get, like, all the previous um, steps, and you get both DVDs. There you go. Both. You get that DVD. Um. Both you get both DVDs and a poster and a T-shirt and aviators and the movie ticket and the script. Uh. Anyways, okay. The game that I came up with, which is kind of a it's kind of lame, but and I stole it from Tetra and Rich. Um, it's thief. <laughs> I read perhaps, this. It's perhaps as long as you give them. As long as you give it's them. Touche. What do you mean? No, as long as you give them the credit, then it's fine. Toucher and Rich, 985 yeah. The Sports Toucher out here in Boston. Check them out. They're funny. They're the best. And this is only like, it's sort of like that, and I really only have one example. So I read about this um, this situation. This guy was arrested. Um, he was stalking these two women, and so Utah, they... Utah. <laughs> no, you can't guess yet. <laughs> it's not Utah. <laughs> so he was... Oh, yeah, I get it. The two people, yes, I get it. Okay. So he's stalking these two women, and they, like, couldn't get him to stop. So they they walked to the police station, and he was arrested at the police station. He, like, couldn't stop stalking them, and he didn't have the common sense to figure it out, and he walked right into the police station, and he was arrested. What state do you each have two guesses? This is totally toucher and rich. They usually... Uh... I think I think Rich usually gives multiple choice, but we'll we'll just go with pick a state because that's a little yeah, more difficult, and we're not as cool as they are. Um, I'm I'm going first with T 
Tennessee. Okay, what's your guess, Calvin? Uh, I always guess Florida, so I'm guessing Florida. It is Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's Florida. that's the way it's supposed to go. See, now that's the that's what the bit is. I should have known that. That's what the bit is. It's always Florida. It's always Florida always, or New Jersey. Always be Florida. But yeah, you know it's always Florida. I see. T- Toucher always gets burned, and John Wallach always gets burned as well when he goes away from Florida. He learned that long yeah. ago. I should have learned that myself. That's what the bit is. You stole the bit from them, and I still didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, but I think Tennessee yeah, was a guess because you're you're factoring in like intelligence level. <laughs> not not much different than Florida when you hear you know, stories coming out of people who are arrested for dumb dumb things. You know, what's awesome is I had to. Uh, I had no idea about the bit, and I still just knew it was Florida. That's true. You oh. you did not know Pat about the bit. Pat yourself on the back. Pat yourself on the back. Congratulations, Calvin. You still don't like Super Troopers, so bye bye. Well, that was good. <laughs> Thanks. All right, um, that's all I have. I should have come up with some more primes. No, that's perfect. That's perfect. We have 17 minutes left, and that's uh, perfection for us. You're the best, right. Liz. What song do you want on your way out? You were that good. I'll let you take whatever you want. What do you What do you want? Um, gosh, I don't know. Just pick one for yeah. me, and it can't be Google Dolls. That's all. Pick one for you. Uh, well, Calvin, you have a you have one. I forget what I, I mean, I've like uploaded. Give her, give her the Backstreet Boys. She likes the Backstreet Boys. I do like the Backstreet Boys. You do like the Backstreet Boys? Yeah, Where of course. She doesn't. What is that one called? I just uh, played it. Oh, I, I wanted, wanted that, I one. that one. Okay, here we go. Bye, Liz. See ya. Thanks, Liz. Yep. You want to give it the whole 20s? Yeah, let's find it. Let's just do it. Killing time. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Killing time. Here we go. Cow. Let me hear you. Cow. Yep, there you go. Uh, all right. We're almost done here on Careless Whispers, brought to you by Lynda.com and Peak Brewing. I hope they enjoy the show tonight as much as all of you have. Um, How do you know I already that? told you. About, I'm, I mean, I, I pretty much know that everybody listening is enjoying the show. Because why else would they be listening at the 74-minute mark? Maybe they're not listening. But if they are listening, they're enjoying the show. Uh, You got me with your logic this time. All right. Finally, I win one. Uh, Two topics left. They are still NFL topics. This is NBA NFL time. Your boy Adrian Peterson up there and his agent are making some more noise. His agent says that he doesn't want to play or that he, he it's in his best interest to not play for the Minnesota Vikings. Well, who who is it in his best interest to play for? Uh, is he trying to get cut? Is he trying to get waived here? What's going on? No, he's trying to get traded. Which really, like, he's a 30 year old running back with a huge contract who didn't play last, especially for a back who didn't play last year. So 
So, like, what what kind of market does he think is available to him? Like, would he like to play for the Cowboys? Sure, but I'm guessing he wouldn't like to play for the Cowboys on uh, the deal that the Cowboys would offer him after he was cut. No, he wants to be under the contract he's under right now, which is why it's ridiculous to me that he thinks, like, a, that he has any leverage. The Vikings, like, are holding his... Uh, if I were the Vikings, I would have just dropped him. I'd probably be better off without him anyway. But they think they're going to be good next year, with it, which they're not. Like, Bridgewater's still going to need a year or two. Like, I, you know, good, good for them, I guess. They don't want to ruin what they think is going to be a good team. But if he doesn't want to be there, it doesn't make any sense to me at all that they would try to hold on to him at that, at that contract. But whatever, they're still they're doing him that favor by paying him money that he probably doesn't deserve at this point. And what's he trying to do? Force his way out of town anyway, but in a way that allows him to keep his money. Like, it's so have your cake and eat it too that it's ridiculous to me. Like, you shut up and play with the Vikings. I mean, you signed the deal with him. All right, he's trying to get traded. But so, if they cut him though, it's they they like only lose two and a half million dollars or something like that. So right, may it be in their best interest to just to just say see you later, and they don't have the locker room cancer, or do they are they going to pay him the full fifteen million or whatever it is to sit on the team and make noise all year? No, they think they're going to be good this this coming season, and obviously he's. They think that he can still be Adrian Peterson. Their so their position is that no, uh, you know I think they would trade him if they could get something back for him, but because of his contract and because you know of him, he's running his mouth. Like I find it hard to believe that they could trade him for anything. They just don't want to let him go for nothing, and then you know let him go to whatever team he wants to go, and then he wins. You know, he signed the deal with them. He kind of screwed them out of last season. So this is what, this is, you know, this is the price you got to pay. So do you think that he thinks that, that they're not going to be good? Or, I mean, this is all speculation at this point. Or or, no, or is it just that he, that, he, that he feels snubbed by them and spurned by the fact that they didn't back him up in the whole uh, child exactly. abuse situation? That's it? That, that's what I think, yeah. I think that he he feels like they didn't support him. He wants to move on, you know, probably to to a Texas team. That's where he's from, and he's just yeah, he's just trying to work his way out of that contract. But it's like you you signed that deal and you didn't you screwed them out of it last season. Like he, he's thirty years old, you should be happy that they want to pay you. I I can't say I disagree. So that means I agree with you. Uh, so let's just let's just round this thing out, and we'll we'll end it because I'm surprised I've made it this far. Um, it is another NFL topic. We end the end the night with the NFL, and uh, I'm trying to figure out what song I'm going to play next. That's not going to happen. Uh, rule changes, Calvin. That's what they're talking about at these coaches' meetings. Which, by the way, if you saw the um, uh, and the coach's photo, Bill Belichick was there. I know you saw the photo for the first time in years, if not for the first time ever. Andy Reid was decked out in, a, in his uh, Hawaiian shirt. It was wonderful. Belichick in the jeans and sandals. The coach's photo, excellent stuff. Go check that out. Um, yeah. 
Go ahead. I'm running out of I'm running out of momentum to you, so I'm just going to keep this to one to one rule, specifically the rule uh, about Des Bryant, uh, or not about Des Bryant, but the, the change because of Des Bryant uh, to the non catch that he made in the playoffs to eliminate Dallas from the playoffs. They decided to to fix that rule because uh, you know Des Bryant didn't quote make a football move. So, therefore, it wasn't a catch. Well, now they've changed that rule to now, instead of having to make a football move, the player has to establish themselves as a runner. Is that a, hmm. is that a lot more clear now for you? Do It's a lot more clear. So much more clear. It's not cloudy at all. I, I would be able to uh, see through that if it was in front of me. Yeah, NFL, you changing the terminology of that rule doesn't mean anything. Like, the announcers repeatedly said, you know, yeah, he has to make a football move, but, like, the, the, the referees are still looking at whatever video they're, they're looking and determining what a football move is. Just the same way as, as, as to establish themselves as a runner, it's, it's still vague language that the referees are going to have to use to, to uh, determine, you know, whether or not the catch was made. The only difference is, instead of the announcers you know, running, he has to make a football move into the ground when when looking at replay 40,000 times. Now it'll just be the announcer saying, did he establish himself as the runner? What do you think? I think he did. I don't know. Did he establish himself? <laughs> it's it's just more gray areas mean. from the NFL. More yeah. gray areas from the NFL. We love it. Yeah, that, that's not a rule change at all. And the, the, the announcers are still going to run that terminology into the ground. They're just going to run different terminology into the ground. So congratulations okay. on doing nothing. I'm going to add the uh, the bonus topic on here because CBS Sports has, has now reported on it as well as Pro Football Talk. So it's not just one random guy talking about this. The New York Jets have reportedly filed for tampering charges against the Patriots for comments made by owner Robert Kraft about cornerback Darrell Revis. So, Calvin, we didn't really talk about the tampering charges too much in detail on this show, uh, but we did discuss a, a little bit about how maybe there would be some compensation coming uh, back to the Patriots for them saying that Woody – or for Woody Johnson saying that he wanted Darrell Revis in a Jet jersey. Now, here's Bob Kraft's quote. Bob Kraft's Quote, I speak as a fan of the New England Patriots. We wanted to keep him. We wanted him in our system. We have certain disciplines, and we had hoped it would work out. It didn't. We just don't think about the short-term decisions. For example, next year, we have three very good young defensive players coming up, and we have to factor that we we just don't look at this year. We look out at the next few years. We've done okay doing that. Uh, So... Oh, he also continued, they are the team that drafted him. I think he feels a great commitment there, so we understand his going back, and we're sorry he didn't stay with us. Is that is that Does that sound like tampering to you? Or are the Jets just trying to say, ah, you accused us, so I, I know you are, but what am I? I'm rubber, you're glue. Nah. Well, how can he be tampering if he's commenting about something that happened after the fact? He's saying, I wish he would have resigned with us, but he already didn't. You know, exactly. He's, he's, he's already there. Yeah. He's reacting to what happened. Where's the tampering? They, you know, I mean? know. Like, that didn't affect the deal. The deal was already in place before he made his, his comment. Is it tampering with, with Joel Reeves' next potential free agent deal? I suppose uh, that's what they're accusing them of, yeah. 
yeah, I mean, that is a ridiculously, uh, you know, by-the-book interpretation of what is and what isn't tampering to the extent where, yeah, if, if the NFL, you know, penalizes New England in, in any way for the situation, it, it's going to be really <laughs> That's the only laugh I have on the board, as far as I know. What is this? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, is that uh, the guy from the thriller video, right? Yep, that's Vincent Price. That's correct. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, that's what I say to you, New York Jets. I laugh in the face of you. As a New England Patriot fan, by the way, not so you accuse me of any sort of being part of the organization like Robert Kraft, even though he stipulated that he was speaking as a fan before the entire comment was made. If you want to get really technical about it, Woody Johnson feeling bad because you had a slip up under the microphone, are you? What a jerk. I'm done. That's it. That's it, Calvin. That was fun. Okay. That is uh, it. That is it. Just don't don't go tell anybody that uh, that he ran up to you in this schoolyard and he hit you in the back of the head. He slapped you. Poor Woody Johnson. He pointed his finger at me and he called me a name. I don't know what I, I don't know what my impersonation is right there, but uh, that's that's going to do it for us. Uh, losing my mind. Got to find the outro. <clears throat> Got anything else you want to say, Calvin? Uh, no, I'm good, man. Um, hope everyone enjoys their week. It's Easter week. Maybe not. I have no idea. Oh, it's Easter week. I guess, I, I suppose it, uh, four, five? No, next week. Next week. Oh, okay. All right. One, two. Yeah, next week. Easter week. That's right. And uh, we actually will be off next week on the 31st. We will be back after Easter. How about that? Unless you yeah. want to do one, uh, unless you want to do a random show next Wednesday or Thursday or something. Well, I mean, we'll take a look at that. Perhaps an Ash Wednesday show. We'll see. Oh, there's a Celtics game that night. There will be a post-game show. Either way, up in the air, like we like to do around here. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a wonderful night. Check out the post-game show tomorrow night. I'll know if you don't. Good night, everyone. Thank you.
Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Bye-bye.